0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and this is my podcast where I read the Bible from cover to cover, uh, because I forgot to do one on Friday. (laughs) An episode, I mean. Um, yeah, whoops, sorry, gang, I completely forgot. And I didn't mean to, but, you know, it just kind of fucking happened. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, a a whoopsie, you know. Um, anyway, so, uh... Uh, let's, let's get some business out of the way. You know, let's get some business out of the way before we start doing some cool shit. Um, you can reach out to us at according to stupid at gmail.com at accord to stupid on the Twitter sphere and, uh, www.johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash podcasts where you can reach out, you can contact, you can donate, you can even hire me to say whatever the fuck you want me to say. Um, that's about it. Um. Hey, man. We're here's something that came about like last week. Uh. So Cruella dropped right as uh, as a movie. <laughs> oh boy. I I so <laughs> I found a site and uh, well a Facebook I guess. Uh. That has been making the uh the goes the going around and um you know it being Pride Month it, it's I'm sure they're just all sorts are just friendly, you know. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, the first post of this, and I just scrolled down a little bit, and I found another thing. I was like, oh, okay. So Cruella, apparently, for those who don't know, uh, is a, I guess, a take or adaptation or some such of the uh, female villain in the 101 Dalmatians um, original cartoon. Good fun, uh, so they're you know they're starting to do this thing of like ooh we can you know take our villains and make stories out of them you know, uh, and they're kind of moving forward with this with uh, Emma Stone as Cruella, and uh, it looks good to me. I have not seen it, I don't know, but uh, apparently this uh, religious little group, this the Percy Percy family and hands across the <coughs> across the something uh oh hands across the nation they um they apparently uh have one of these posts that starts okay as a as a kind of okay review of like and then it just goes nuts like there's a switch and i wonder if you can find it and then there's a post a little ways later that we're going to talk about gay pride month a little bit i'm not but You (laughs) know, I'm an ally, I think. Anyway, so uh, this person, I'm assuming some sort of mother, Angela Hightower Prejean, seems to have posted this uh, early in this month. So it was like the beginning of June uh, about Cruella. So here we go. WARNING in all caps. It is not often that I do this, but I need to. Warn all parents and all who love God. I'm going to try to hit the, uh, you know, the bolding statements about this, but also break it down that um, that clearly this is not entered in <laughs> weirdly uh, about this film. My family and I rented this thinking it was similar to the 101 Dalmatians Disney type of Cruella and would be something lighthearted and somewhat nostalgic. This person's an idiot. Because, again, for those who don't know, Cruella seems fixated on skinning puppies. Because fashion. That's it. That's that's what makes her like, holy Christ, like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with her? So, lighthearted and somewhat nostalgic might be the wrong way to go. Not to mention, if she had seen the trailer to this, uh, probably wouldn't Get that impression? Anyway, first it is not. Oh, assumingly lighthearted and somewhat nostalgic. This is a very dark rendition of Cruella glorifying the devil at every twist and turn. In the beginning, as an adult, It was entertaining and an interesting take on how Cruella became who she is. For me, as a woman who loves fashion, I was dazzled by the spectacular costumes and the couture theme throughout the film. I also am a huge fan of Emma Stone and Emma Thompson's work. Hmm, was Easy A on her list of things she liked? I don't know. However, it began to get darker and more evil as the film continued. Then, by the end, they kept repeating that Deville means devil, and ended with Cruella changing the name of the Chateau to Hell Hall, which is what it is fucking called. Again, not a huge leap for these people uh, to understand that, like, no, Oh, Deville is devil? Holy shit, fuck. You best untuck your penises, everybody, because we have discovered something crazy. Anyway, let's keep going. They do not write her name as Deville, but change it to Deville. And I'm going to spell this for you. D-E-V-I-L-L-E, but change it to D-E space V-I-L. Okay, big deal. Surprise, my God. Thank goodness none of you are detectives. The lyrics to the theme song say this. Call me crazy, call me insane. But you're stuck in the past, and I'm ahead of the game. A life lived in penance, it just seems a waste. And the devil has much better taste. And I tried to be sweet, and I tried to be kind. But I feel much better now that I'm out of my mind. Well, here, uh, well, there's always a line at the gates of hell. Love it. I think those lyrics are fantastic. But let's keep going. We want to know why there are so many issues in the world and why we feel the weight of darkness. It's because we are literally glorifying evil and desensitizing our youth. Um, no, we're probably showing a movie where it's entertainment. And also, um, you know, we're we're seeing someone who's not great, and we should understand that we're seeing someone not great. The idea, I think, from some of these villain movies is that some of us get to see that world a little bit more and also, potentially, do that thing called empathy. What made this person the way they are? You know, because you're always curious. What made Ted Bundy do all his shit or uh, any of those folks? You're curious. You're like, oh, is it one bad day? Is that all it takes between you and me? Holy fuck. Anyway, it keeps going. I cannot keep silent about this. I am daughter of God and a lover of Christ, and I refuse to sit still and keep my mouth shut. I am so distraught by this movie that there is no way I am going to warn people. I am not going to warn people. I am a warrior, and I wear the full armor of God. Kind of a metal statement, but let's see. Ephesians 6.10. Eventually we'll get there. Our youth is the future of the world. I'm sure it says that, but let's find out. It is obvious that Disney is breeding the works of evil into young minds. We need to stand up and fight against darkness and protect our children from thinking this is okay. It is not. Oh, they have a reply. As of the next day, six eight twenty one four twenty nine p.m. This has clearly struck a nerve. So over, so after over six thousand comments. Uh-huh, of course it is. This is my reply to everyone's comment below. This should be fun. I stand firm in my post. We are always fighting the principalities of darkness, whether you believe that or not. Uh, okay. And if only one seat is planted with the intent of God's goodness and the light of Jesus, then my post did something right. hmm I urge all of you to read Ephesians 6.10-21. We're not today. Then read the lyrics of the theme song, Call Me Cruella. Then let's have a conversation. If you think Satan comes to you appearing like a monster, then this post is exactly what you need to read. Does Satan come to anybody? Honestly? And if he's coming to anybody, if he's coming to you and you're so fucking afraid of him, um, maybe you are the one who has the issue. (laughs) I am okay with the conversations below because I gain my strength, not from you, (laughs) but from Christ. Okay? (laughs) Be alert and be aware, especially when it comes to children. And FYI, last time I checked, a 13-year-old is still a child and I will not apologize for looking out for them. My intentions were for good. Period. Period. Hashtag God is great. Hashtag Christ. Hashtag protect your energy. The fuck does that mean? I don't care. Anyway, so there's that, which is interesting. Uh, (laughs) Uh, this is a really tiny post. So, uh, on the 2nd of June... They post back this meme-ish picture that has uh, a rainbow in the back. It has an arc. Uh, it has Gen Genesis nine thirteen, and take back the rainbow at the tippy top. Preacher Percy's ponderings Genesis nine thirteen King James version. Oh well, they're reading the same versions we are. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a token of a covenant between me. And the Earth hashtag it was god's first uh-huh, actually, you know what I'm curious now uh the uh, what what was the first literary use of a rainbow First versions of the rainbow flag, which is not quite what I'm looking for um What did the ancients think of rainbows? Oh, this could be fun. Rainbows in mythology. Oh, hello. We might be able to get into a time frame of this. Let's find out. To the Wikipedia, everybody. Rainbow, let's see. Did they give me a year? Fuck. Uh, well. Damn it. They don't quite give me a year from any of these, sadly. Um, doesn't seem like it. Anyway, so mythology as far as this stuff, we have, of course, Noah, um, Genesis 8 to 9. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We have bridges as of the Norse, uh, bit with, uh, the Bifrost connecting Midgard with Asgard and that such, the Rainbow Bridge. Um, let's see. Ancient beliefs of Japan, rainbows were bridges that human ancestors took to descend to the planet. So it's also kind of a here and there sort of thing. In Navajo tradition, the rainbow is the path of the Holy Spirits and is frequently depicted in sacred sand paintings. Interesting. The Maori mythology tells us a tale of Hina, the moon, who caused a rainbow to span the heavens even down to the earth for her mortal husband to return to earth to end his days, since death may not enter her celestial home. Oh, that's cool. In Greek mythology, Iris is the personification of the rainbow and the messenger linking the gods to humanity. Oh, I thought that was Hermes, but all right. Iris is frequently mentioned as a divine messenger in the Iliad. She carries a caduceus. caduceus? I don't know. Or winged staff. Oh, okay. Iris' messages often concerned war and retribution, probably being like, hey, shit's about to hit the fan, guys. However, like many Greek gods, Iris is continually being redefined. The rainbow eventually became the sole, solely a mode of transportation for Iris, who proves to be as elusive and unpredictable as the rainbow itself. Uh, and in you, the Rainbow Maiden appears in Hawaiian Legends, uh, etc. cetera. There's, there's Abramaic, According to Genesis, blah, blah, blah. We know that one. Uh, I just need a fucking year. Because if it's anything beyond the 6,000s... Is there a rainbow god? Iris? Okay. Seems Iris is the one I'm going to go with. Um, And... uh, Okay. We're going to... Sorry, guys. Iris... Um, rainbow goddess creation date, maybe. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily need how, I mostly need when. Uh, Hesiod's Theogony. Okay. Um, Blah blah blah. Looking for a year, everybody. Looking for a goddamn year, because <laughs> I have art pieces that are like 1793, but I need. Um. Well, it looks like I have like 409 somewhere. So okay, all right. You know, I can't. I'm starting to not argue against. Um. Iliad first. Um. First written. All right, let's start with the Iliad. And okay, so we have 762, Theogony, First written. Uh, about a hundred years before that. So okay, potentially. Um. Uh. What's it? Uh, the. Creation. Chumash. Hmm. Okay, earliest, and then I'll move on. Uh, Rainbow myth. uh, Mesopotamian, okay. Sumerian farmer god, Nunurta defended Sumer with a bow and arrow, and wore a crown described as a rainbow. Um... Well, the first myth, it said, was written in 700 BC. Um, so, hmm. You know what? I cannot uh, look up a th- I can't find a thing. So, uh, good on you, Percy family. That is, uh... Um... leading the way in this and a lot of them it it does say a lot of stuff about veterans and that's always a good thing but uh this seems (laughs) and then they're like use your voice for kindness your ears and compassion your hands for charity your mind for truth and your heart for love and yet (laughs) Uh uh-huh i might send them a message being like hi we uh we featured you on uh this podcast i hope you enjoy why not what do i have to waste um anyway You guys wanted to hear me read Proverbs, and I apologize for going down that particular rabbit hole this particular time. But let's give you a longer episode because, well, you earned it. So, hey, we're in Proverbs chapter 26. Um, Maybe there'll be something in these next couple of chapters, and we're probably going to finish this up um, between this episode and Fridays. And then we'll have a Proverbs review episode probably in a week. And then, everyone, and then... We move to Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes <laughs> and uh, we'll see how uh, how that goes, because I know that one has some pretty good uh lines and such Hey man, John here, look, I know you love my voice because you've been listening to it for so many years now, but. I'm sure I've mentioned to you that I also do audiobooks and all sorts of fun little things. So, you know what, man? You can totally hire me. And it's easy enough to go to www.johnwatersvoiceover.com. That's johnwatersvoiceover.com to hire me, check out podcasts, and even if you're not convinced, I'm going to give you free stuff. I got promo codes for all kinds of books to suit your fancy and try my voice out. But also, if you've tried out my voice, you've heard it, you love it, and you're like, I want to support this guy some more. Well, man, I got something for you. I got a store right there on that same site, johnwatersvoiceover.com forward slash store. And man, oh man, we got shirts, hats, we got mugs, we got stuff that you cannot live without, especially if you're a fan of me. So come on and check it out, man. johnwatersvoiceover.com. You'll get great oral and then some. Okay, everyone turn to your KingJamesBibleOnline.org favorite page, (laughs) Proverbs uh, chapter 26. Here we go, everybody. Um, As snow in summer, and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly for a fool. All right, well, you know, (laughs) this is a lesson for me, I think. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come um uh this kind of seems to make it sound like you're gonna get cursed you're flying you're moving you're jumping around curses come to you bad shit happens a whip for the horse a bridle for the ass (laughs) and a rod for the fool's back huh well (laughs) that's for anybody i suppose it just belongs to them answer not a fool according to his folly lest thou also be like unto him well Einstein also, or was it Einstein, or was it Mark Twain who had a similar thing, being like, don't argue with a fool because you'll prove, you know, you'll prove you're an idiot or something, some such. Um, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. Um, But I was just told not to talk to him. He that sendeth a message by the hand of a fool cutteth off the feet, and drinketh damage. But... Okay. Okay. The legs of the lame are not equal. What? So is a parable in the mouth of fools. Boy, they don't like fools in this one. Um, <coughs> is he that bindeth a stone in a sling? Uh, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. What is that? I mean, meaning that you can't fling it? Okay, fair enough. As a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. Well, you know if you drink enough, you should have the mind to know not to like hug rose bushes. The great god that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth the tra- tra- and rewardeth transgressors. well, good, I'm glad he does <laughs> doesn't mean he's rewarding the good either. he rewards the bad <laughs> as a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly, but there's you know eh. Yeah seest thou a man wise in his own conceit i have seen many of them there is more hope of a fool than of him <laughs> the slothful man saith there is a lion in the way and the lion is in the streets as the door turneth upon his hinges so doth the slothful upon his bed the slothful hideth hide, ugh, fuck me the slothful hideth his hand in his bosom it grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth yeah, I get it. The slow people are real slow. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. The sluggard? Uh, okay. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. One that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him. Is it like one that taketh a dog by the ears? I suppose you're supposed to put him on a leash? And meaning like, you, yeah, meddle on your own shit. Keep your business on your own stuff. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am not I in sport? Aren't we having fun? I imagine. Uh, there where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tail bearer, the strife ceaseth ceaseth. So in this being like, I'm assuming they mean more like the gossiper, you know, the tail bearer, that sort of a thing. Um, and in that sense, yes, if you shut that shit down, great. However. Sorry, guys, got a stretch. Ah, okay. I'm assuming that's that, because otherwise they're basically, you know, stabbing themselves in the gut for this. Because if they're like, oh, the tales are terrible, don't don't be telling stories and shit, also means this, right? Because this is also a story, in some sense. (laughs) So, I mean, there's something to be said for that. As coals are to burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Simple words. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Interesting that I just put out there that you get stabbed in the belly. <laughs> I didn't read these before, I have no idea. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like a potsherd covered with silver dross. Um, we like that, right? He that hateth dissembleth with his lips, and layeth up deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. All seven, huh? Whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be shewed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. So don't say anything nice to anybody unless it's absolutely true. <laughs> but I like flattery. Flattery's thing. Fantastic. I love it. Oh, uh, let's see. Where are we at? Proverbs 27. Yeah, let's do this and probably call it okay. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a week. From, well, if I do that, then we'll have four for next time. So Friday might be a lengthier day. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Oh, fair enough. Good plan. <laughs> Let not another man praise thee, And not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. So the second someone's like, hey, good job, be like, go fuck yourself. A stone is heavy, and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel, and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. (laughs) What if I get kisses from friends, though? The full soul loatheth an honeycomb. What? But you were telling me to eat it earlier. And honey, for that matter. But to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Yeah, no shit, because you're fucking hungry. As a bird that wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his place. Um, to get food? (laughs) Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. I suppose there is something to be said for that. My son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Uh. Pass on? Well, isn't that just kind of the same as hiding? I mean, if I'm just passing on something, I'm not like, oh, fuck, yeah, it will burn And It seems more courageous just to pass by this wicked pru evil person take his garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge of him for a strange woman he that blesseth his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning it shall be counted a curse to him a continual dropping in a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike yes yeah, annoying <laughs> Whoso hideth uh, hideth her, hideth the wind, and the ointment of his right hand, which berayeth itself. The fuck does that mean? Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Ah, well, that's nice. I'm assuming it does. I really don't know. Is that a fact? But I also know you can sharpen, you know, knives and stuff like that with sand and paper and... Um. Some other shit. Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. So he that waiteth on his master shall be honoured. Okay. As in water, face answereth to face. So the heart of man to man. What? What does that mean? Look into your heart. Just look down into the the water there and realize you're not drowning. So you can only really talk to yourself. Hell and destruction are never full. Oh well, good so the eyes of man are never satisfied. (laughs) True. As the fining pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so was a man to his praise. Though thou shouldst bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. What is that? Wait. Though thou shouldst bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle. So you're supposed to grind him. Uh, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. So even if he's dead, he's still a fucking idiot. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and look well to thy herds. Yes, that uh, shepherding 101. For riches are not forever. Well, yeah, t- tell that to some people. And doth the crown endure to every generation? Yeah, if God would just actually keep his fucking promise <laughs> and start talking to the kings and shit. Because it seems that we're missing some conversations here. Uh, so far it's working out okay. The hay appeareth, and the tender grass sheweth itself, and herbs of the mountains are gathered. Neato. The lambs are for thy clothing, and the goats are the price of the field. What? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, and thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, for the food of thy household, and for the maintenance of thy maidens. Yes, the maintenance of my maidens. They don't like it. They break down when they don't get the goat's milk. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty good for today. Getting, getting the Piercy family all, you know, put into this bad boy. Uh, thank you for listening. Please leave a review if you can. An honest one would be nice. But, you know, if you want to... Get more people listening to this and maybe people emailing and getting pissed off at me. That'd be great. Uh, you can send it off to according to stupid at gmail.com, and uh, we can go from there. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, you have been gospel to by the stupid. <laughs>